What's up, you guys? This is the Create Yourself Podcast, episode six, and I'm sitting here today with my good friend, Jen. Before we get started today, I want to remind everyone, this is an often forgotten thing at the gym here, that you do get nutrition counseling with any membership here at the gym, right? I think it's a a huge part of what we do here, and I think it has to be the most forgotten part of the membership that we offer here at the gym. So I want to reiterate that. If you are a member of CrossFit 7 Cities and you want nutrition counseling, please let us know. Let your coach and your class know. Um, It is often a part that people will go outside of the gym and pay for, uh, and it just makes sense for you to save your money and to get it from uh, someone inside the gym. So um, it's a huge part. If you need help with that, let us know. Um, If you are not a member of this gym and you're listening to this podcast, uh, you can follow me, uh, Coach Cody, the CF7C Coach on Instagram. I offer uh, individual mindset, nutrition, and uh, program coaching online. If that's an avenue that you want to go down, you can always hit me up on there. Um, but let's go ahead and get started with our podcast today. So I have this conversation with athletes all the time. Oftentimes when they leave the gym, um, or, or, or I guess we could say an athlete that kind of falls short on what they're doing. Um, and I always find that when people are leaving the gym, it's not necessarily something we're doing. Um, and I'm not going to say that, but most often it's because they haven't made the decision in their head to change something about their life. Um, Jen, is that something that you can agree with? <clears throat> Definitely. Um, I think I've had the same conversation with you. Uh, kind of comes down to, it's not about going to the gym to check the box here and get your calories burned and get your sweat session it's it's getting to the gym and I think most people have heard this uh, a lot it's getting to the gym is the hardest part like walking through the door is the hardest part which tells you something about it it has nothing to do with the sweat session or how many calories you burn after the hour it's how you got yourself there in the first place which is your mindset right I I actually think that how you how you think about training or how you think about fitness is often like the base. It's the it's the bottom level of. So I've been throwing this concept around, um, the concept called the the pillar of fitness success, right? So, I think that the pillar of fitness success is like a, a four headed monster. There's four things. I mean, you can think of it like a table. Like table has four legs, right? So, um, one of the most one of the one of the biggest pillars of it is definitely the mindset. And then you got you know, uh, well we'll just kind of label them all out. The four pillars, I believe, are nutrition, exercise, mindset, and adherence. Adherence, you can kind of group that with, like, consistency, right? Right. Um, So I think mindset is the base. I think that um, success is not going to happen in, like, what you're trying to change in your life until you have mentally put it together. You've put those things in your head of, like, this is what I'm going to do. Nothing's going to stop me, and I'm going to go after that. Would you agree or disagree with that? Uh, I agree with it, and like kind of one question I had I have for you that I think <clears throat> some people kind of get led down this myth of motivation. I don't know if you've ever thought about mm-hmm. the myth of motivation, and you know, hearing like this is something I learned from a book called The Five Second Rule from Mel Robbins is okay. you're never gonna feel like it. Okay. And so where where do people really start? I mean, does that motivation? We see it a lot. They get motivated for a day, a week, a month, and then it just disappears. Yeah. Um, that's something that, how do we build that in itself? Do we just start, wake up one day? Um, what have you found, you know, for you personally um, uh, so, that motivates, that so, keeps you going? So with that four pillars of success, um, 
I actually kind of made up this thing. I don't know. Maybe I heard of it from somewhere, but I don't know what it is. But it's actually called the one thing rule. So the one thing rule is focusing on the one thing that you can do every day to get you going mm. towards your goal, right? And if yeah. you, I mean, if you think about that in the presence of mindset is that if I have an athlete who is struggling with motivation, I find that it's often because they're looking at this huge spectrum of like, I got to do all of these things to achieve the weight loss thing is always right. the best way. So I want to lose 15 pounds. Well, um, there's like a hundred thousand things that I need to do to make that happen. But if they focus on, well, what is just that one thing I can do today to get going towards that goal? Mm-hmm. Right. So when you think about the one thing rule, it is one small step per day. Right. And all these things compound into one huge rule or one huge goal. Right. right? I think that totally adds up in it. And that's the best way to approach it only because from personal experience I've done the whole um binge and starve yourself both in you know nutrition and just working out like okay I had a bad week I'm just gonna like go ham at the gym I'm gonna do five metcons a day and I'm gonna (laughs) not eat for like eight hours straight and I'm super guilty of that and I still find myself sometimes trying to do that but I always have to remember that if you do that, you just fall into the exact same routine because you get burnt out way too fast. Yeah. I totally agree with the one thing at a time. It prevents the burnout. Um, if you try and stack it all on once, like, oh, I'm going to stretch every night now. I'm going to eat healthy today. I'm going to exercise. You know, I'm going to go on a run every day and you stack it all. And I'm going to start on Monday. Um, oh, you Monday know. starting. Oh, man. And if you stack it all in, like, you're just going to, by, by Wednesday, and I'm telling you, saying this from a personal experience by Wednesday your brain is fried and there's actually science behind that adrenal fatigue Mm -hmm. but we won't go too far into that right and that's exactly why by Friday you're like oh I'm just gonna binge this week and start again on Monday right I think that's why a lot of January 1st starters of like people who are trying to do fitness that's why they fail because they they're like oh January 1st I'm gonna I'm gonna start exercising it's gonna happen um, but they're like, okay, right. so I'm going to maybe, and then some, let's, let's make it a scenario, right? So like, they're going to stop smoking, start eating right, stop drinking soda, start oh, working out five days a week Super realistic. and sleep eight hours a day. Of course. It's failure, right? It's super and, easy. But it, it's not that they can't accomplish that, but maybe if they just did one thing at a time. Right. right? Uh, and you can take that. And, and So here's what happens is that instead of doing one thing at a time, they try to tackle all of it. And then they like one failure. So they, it actually happens in reverse. Mm-hmm. One failure turns into another failure. Yep. It turns into another failure. There's just so many different things that uh, compound into this snowball of failure. And then they end up stopping. It's a wipe. Yeah, it, right. So uh, that happens at the gym here all the time. Oh, is yeah. that people come in and they like, they start off, they do really, really amazing. And then we've seen a lot of it this summer where, you know, somebody will go on a vacation and then they'll miss two days of the gym that week. And like, well, I missed two days, so I might mm-hmm. as well miss the rest of the week. Oh, right. and then this weekend, I'm going to eat all the tacos that I can get in my face, and mm-hmm. I'm going to hammer cookies. And then next week, well, I've already screwed up this much. Maybe I'm not cut out to be in shape, or maybe it's too late to go back to the gym. I'll start in two months from now after I get my schedule and my eating right. No, it's just leading them into more and more failure. Right, and I think that kind of plays into, as humans, we're creatures of habit. So we really like... Uh, having that routine and what we what we we like clean slates too especially like that's why you get the january 1st monday starting and because we're creatures of habit when we break our habit it it we guilt trip ourselves so much that we like you just said a failure after failure after failure we kind of just give up on the whole the overall picture rather than thinking like 
okay, I broke that habit or I failed at that and trying to start over again. Like yeah. we always think, oh, it's a wipe. Right. I do. Well, Once it, that Benadryl hits, it's a wipe. <laughs> the thing that people have to remember is that, um, I heard this a long time ago, is you're not a failure because you failed, right? right? So um, I, I personally have never accomplished anything that was, shoot, the gym, uh, my personal fitness journey, my weight loss journey years back. Like I never accomplished anything without really screwing up on a whole bunch of things. I mean, oh, yeah. even right now I'm, I'm trying to gain a whole bunch of weight. Well, like if you didn't know, like when you're trying to gain weight, it's just as difficult trying to gain weight as right. it is trying to lose weight. So the good uh, kind of weight, right? Cause it, it, yeah, it's easy to put all these mindless calories with like pizza and right. all this other kind of crap. But, uh, I'm not trying to do it like that. I'm trying to do it as, uh, as clean as I can possibly do that. But a person can only eat, and believe it or not, a person can only eat so Like the other day, I pushed my Kodiak cakes away at night because I had been eating all day and I was stuffed. I couldn't get my calories in that I needed to. You're going to uh, for that. I, I know, I'm, go, I'm going down. You threw a Kodiak cake away? Uh, I can't remember if I forced it down or maybe... Um, I thought pretty, yeah, I might have thrown it away. Oh my god! And it had all this delicious peanut butter on it. Uh, um, so, but that's a failure. It's not over. Right. I'm not done trying to do my goal because right. I messed up one time. Now I'm just gonna restart and do it again. Yeah. Um, but it, and I actually got this this summer. I got kind of lax on tracking my food and tracking my macros. Uh, and I was like, well, it's a it's a wife. I'm just not gonna not track macros all mm-hmm. summer. No. Well, that led to gaining <laughs> some weight that I didn't want. So, um. Just making the decision mentally that I'm just gonna do it one day at a time. I'm gonna hit like last night. I posted my macros online. Like, uh, that's uh, I did that. I've been hitting my macros for the past couple weeks now. But that is for me, letting the outside world know um, can hold me accountable. Right. I I think if I do it enough, people will be like, "Hey, where's your numbers at today?" I mean, it's like you know taking the before and after pictures and you post them because you you do want you know people to see like. Hey, I'm holding myself accountable. Like this is me, kind of being vulnerable out there on social right. media. Like I want to let people know, like this is what I'm doing, and I'm serious about it. I don't just talk the talk. Yeah. Uh, I, so I mean, you know this, but I've actually been putting out a lot of mindset, um, kind of thought processes lately. And uh, I have a new business coach, and something he's really urged me to do is just kind of put myself out there. He's like, right. Hey, do you? do you have good information to put out to people? And of course my answer was yes. Um, I was pretty apprehensive about like, hey, I'm gonna talk into my phone, I'm gonna put out this information. Right. I was pretty apprehensive. You're, I'm always trying to guess which parking lot you're in, in your <laughs> yeah. car. Yeah, and then finding a spot to do it, right? Cause you don't look like <laughs> an idiot. Um, but I've actually gotten a really great response from that. I, I have people almost daily that will message me and tell me how it motivates them and how they get something That's out awesome. of it. And now uh, I'm training a lot of people online and it's all just through these stories of just motivation and mindset. And, and it led me to this pillars thought of the, the four pillars of fitness success. Right. Um, but it also, it, it proved to me that your mind being made up to change your life or to mm-hmm. change into whatever you're trying to change into, that is the pillar. That's the base of every single thing that people do and just through posting mindset mm-hmm. i have attracted people who are interested in changing something and what we focus on first is often their mind then we of go course. to nutrition and then right. the exercise and the other things go with that um but uh, a thing to remember is that you're not failing if you mess up and you and you slip up somewhere 
um, get in the mindset of if you failed once, it's not over. Right. The, the, the task is not over. The goal is not over. You still can achieve what you're trying to do. Don't let Ben and Jerry's define you. Right, right. Milk and cookies. Um, so don't allow yourself to be overwhelmed by the entire process. One step at a time will get you to where you got to go. Think of it. I've even done um, exercises where I'll write down a, a, a task that I want to do or something I want to um, accomplish. And then I'll write down a list of every task that has to happen, almost like a checklist, like a right. grocery shopping list. Right. Like, have you ever tried something like that before? I've tried. Doesn't work for you. I always get more than I need. <laughs> Not grocery shopping. I mean, oh. I'm, talking, <laughs> I'm talking just a task in general. Like, you know, like, yes, yes. I want to be a firefighter. There's probably a bunch of things that you had to accomplish before you could, you know, go to the academy and do all these things. That too, yes. Right. So on top of my grocery shopping. <laughs> on top of your which I mean, let's not rule out what's important. I always get Kodiak cakes. Yeah, I know. Dark chocolate? Yes. They, we should they should They got a sponsors. cinnamon oat now. Yeah. Did you see that? No. Looks really good. I, somebody did tell me that it had like a, a blueberry like a blueberry muffin flavor or something Ooh, like that. Sounds good. Um Okay, so uh, I I wanted to leave or kind of end this podcast with um, steps that people could use in their life and then Jen can kind of elaborate on this um, I believe that having a winning mindset or a positive mindset starts with gratitude every day right is that do you have a specific gratitude practice that you like to do every day um, nothing like specific gratitude wise I think honestly you look at the to me it works at looking at the big picture I look at what I'm doing daily and then also looking at where I was to where I am because from day to day it's easy to measure our failures like oh I failed today but you always have to look in hindsight um, and say you know what back in the day like for instance a year and a half ago I probably couldn't even squat snatch at all anything right right. Um, I think I dropped the bar on my head and now I look at myself today and even though I'm not hitting numbers that I could be hitting I'm just, I should be grateful that I'm snatching. I, did. I mean, your lips look good today, I thought. Oh, thank Even you. Even though you got bro-hugged by two of us. Did, the, with a bar while holding the bar <laughs> overhead. So yeah. yeah, that's my sense of gratefulness, is looking at the past, where you were, to where you are right now, and not looking at your day-to-day failures. Okay. Uh, my personal gratitude practice is I have a journal that I do every morning, and I like to reflect on that. Um, but here's a here's a piece about a gratitude journal that people live uh, leave out, is that they write in their gratitude journal, and then they close it up and they slide it away. So a practice that I've done is I actually write down the things that I'm grateful for, and then I sit and I, I think and I imagine, or not imagine, but like I sit um, and almost meditate on them. Right. Like like why you're grateful. Yeah, like like I'll write something, and, and the trick is coming up with something new every day, but um, so I'll write, if I write like I am grateful for coffee, well, I sit, but I think, and I think about the taste and like so the delicious. smell and how relaxing it is to drink it on my, on my uh, couch in the morning when I'm doing my journal, right? So... Um, that's, it's taking that gratitude and then going through the, the, the feelings of your mind of what that is, I think is huge. Um, and and you kind of hit on this a little bit, but, um, enjoying daily, daily victories, I feel is, is huge for, um, getting yourself in a better mindset. Right. I, I agree with that. Um, daily victories can be anything right now. Like, you know, I measure daily victories on the whole relationship building um how many people did i talk to today and were those conversations were, were they good was it were they just check the box hey how's your day um that's that's kind of how, how i've been measuring lately is i, I don't want to ever leave the gym and be like oh wow i totally just you know gave that person the cold shoulder right um so because 
you don't realize how much of an impact other people have. I find I think as coaches, people don't even uh, not here. Right. But I think coaches really don't know the impact they have on a person. I, right. I, I, like, uh, and that's that's real. That's real talk. Like I don't know that um, something as small like you can have a conversation with an athlete and they'll hang on every single word that you said to them. Right. And then they'll regurgitate it to you in a yeah. couple months. And you're like, oh, wow, like I just said this thing. I didn't Whoops. know it was really that big. Um, which <laughs> you makes actually you, listening. Right, but it makes you, like, but when I try to share my passion that I have for, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> when I try to share my passion that I have for coaching and talking to people, to other coaches, that's probably the part that I'm most concerned that I'm getting across is, like, do you know the impact that you have? Like, yeah, we're running a class here, but um, I, we're, I, and I joke around with this in my intro. So people like we're doing life for the hour that you're here. We're doing life together. We mm -hmm. are, I am trying to mentor you and educate you, inspire you, educate you all. I want, I want all these things to happen in that time that you're here. Um, so I think that's huge. Um, and, and kind of getting back to enjoying those daily victories. Um, every single thing that you do that is positive, it's really important to focus on those. It's really important to remember that, hey, I screwed up this time, but I've got all these other really good things that I've done and I've accomplished. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I agree. Um, so another thing I want to hit on uh, as far as having a winning mindset is um, focusing on what you can control versus what you can't, right? So um, I, I tell my son, and I'm actually helping coach his football team this year, um, and we have a saying now that I kind of started, and I always say, um, I'll just yell out effort and attitude, right? Because I believe that those are the two things that you can control is how much effort you put in and right. then the attitude that you have when you do it. Right. Every other thing that happens outside of that, you have no control over. You right. can't do anything um, or control anything. Maybe there, I'm sure somebody could come up with some other things, but right. um, in my opinion, I think effort and attitude are probably the most important. No, I agree. Um, I know this isn't necessarily to do with the gym, but me specifically, I've been going through a lot of oral boards for mm -hmm. firefighting. And if you've never been through an oral board, it's basically get judged on every aspect of your I did life. When I was in the Navy, yeah. Yeah, from what you're wearing to how you're sitting to how firm your handshake was to all of your answers, just straight up getting judged for it. And every single interview I've left, I have been able to 100% say, I would not change a word I said in there. And if I don't get hired, it's not a match. It's just not meant to be. Didn't you actually be. say that today when you got back? You're like, I nailed that interview. Yeah, I felt really good about it, honestly. Yeah. I, I put myself out there, and if they don't hire me, it's because of something I can't control, which is my experience. I'm fairly, I'm still fairly new, maybe been doing this for eight months. Um, that's the only thing that could hold me back. And I know that, and I know I can't control that, so I don't let it define me going into another interview like, wow, I really thought I had that in the bag and then find out I didn't do well at all. Mm -hmm. um, I need to be able to let those things go. Right. So I agree with the what you can control, what you can't control. Yeah, and, and people get caught up in, like, their performance in the gym or, um, you know, how a, how a workout went, like, whether they hit a new personal record or, you know, or if they screw up a job interview. But my question always to them is, uh, did you try as hard as you can? Right. And uh, were you thinking positive and trying to be as positive as you can the entire time? And right. if their answer is yes, then right. I, the, the only reply I have to them is let it go. Yeah. Everything else has to go away. I actually used to talk to um, our, our 
our star competitive athlete when she was here a little bit. And that was something that I shared with her all the time is mm-hmm. um, if she didn't have a good workout, then I would, I would always ask her, did you try as hard as you can? Yes, but I could have went faster. Well, during the workout, could you have gone faster? Were you trying as hard as you thought you could during that workout? Right. Absolutely. In that moment. Right. So that's is something. Is it the fastest you could go ever? Probably not. But mm-hmm. in that moment, was it the fastest you could go? That's all you can do. That's yeah. the only thing you can handle. Um, and then uh, the snowball effect, man. Like it, I know it's something that's repeated all the time, but um, being mindful or being, you know, very positive and having a mindset, uh, we'll say a, an achievement based mindset mm-hmm. is always going to revolve around that snowball effect of right. you're not going to nail it the first time. It's always going to be one little piece of the puzzle at a time and it's going to compound into Small your goal. Right. Right. Um, it, so I've actually, uh, Megan and I have contemplating doing this too. So I'm going to put it out here. Um, but something called the jar of awesomeness, right? So it sounds silly, but um, the jar of awesomeness is literally you take a mason jar, right? This is something that can help with positive attitude. Do I need a lot of change or cash for no. this? Okay. Not your dog. Uh, so you take a mason jar. You literally put on it the jar of awesomeness. You can write it in like crappy post-it note or whatever. Okay. But every time something really cool happens, you write it down and you put it in that jar. Oh, I don't put like a dollar of coins. I was thinking that's where Not it's even going. money related, right? But like today I got a new... You know, I lost five pounds this morning. Boom, put it in there. And then when you're having a negative day or you're having a bad day or something isn't going your way, you pull out of the jar of awesomeness to try to put yourself back into that place where it was awesome and something really cool happened to you. So that, like, you can always remember, like, sometimes you're like, oh, things are always so bad. This is always so this. When really it wasn't because Mm -hmm. this is the day. Shoot, put the date on it. Yeah. I actually got this from, uh, I got this thought from uh, Tim Ferriss. His is just called the Jar of Awesome. But I'm going to call it the awesomeness because I'm going to trademark that crap yeah, there and make you go. it my own. Yeah. It's not the same. Can't sue you. Um, and then last thing uh, I think that is huge and it can to take you from a real crappy place uh, to a real great place, a real great place, um, is I call it the reset song. So what is a... This isn't like a Spongebob No, whatever. I'm going to, like, F is friend. It's going to be stuck in my head forever. Maybe. But uh, just any song that can come on the radio that can change your mind. Do you think that's something... Like, if you're in a bad place and you just put on this song and you're like, every time I hear this, I just get in a good mood. 100%. All the time. Uh, There's always those go-to songs. Uh, I'm definitely a person that... Every time I'm in one of those moods, I think music has a direct impact on your mood. Yeah. Um, and every time you program freaking rowing without headphones, I get so mad. I'm like, I Unplugged. just want my Jesus music. Yeah. Yeah. And my greatest showman. I actually got two songs. So uh, one is that new Hill song that Hill song mm, uh, song, song we were listening to the other day. It's called uh, Alive. Yeah. Um, and then the um, from the greatest showman, uh, A Million Dreams. Right. So I like a million dreams yeah. because let it be known when my wife met me, I was a loser, zero, zero, um, zero dollars in the bank. I was pretty broke. I had a job that I hated. I was negative. Uh, the only thing that probably won her over was how good looking I am. That's probably it. Probably not. Jen staring at me. Probably <laughs> not. Yeah, definitely probably not. I probably <laughs> drugged her. I don't know. Um, uh, so when I listen to that song and you know he's singing to her and he's telling her all these dreams that he has and how he's going to make them happen, I think the same thing in the sense of uh, my pipe dream of running a gym and, yeah. and having an online business. Circus, gym. It's basically the same having thing. Having all the... Oh, <laughs> such a circus. Um, so it puts me in this place of gratitude of like, wow, like I did what I said I was going to do and we right. made it happen. And we right. have some of the best people around us ever. Mm-hmm. So, um, Jen, anything else you want to leave them with? Mm. Um... 
I'd say one song that I put out there that I is my is a go-to for me is called uh, "Breathe" by Johnny Diaz. Okay, it's a pretty right. good song. I'll try it. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, I was gonna say uh, let's end it with uh, what's your favorite quote or what's a quote that's been brewing for a while that's that's getting you good. Hmm. You want me to go first so you think about it? Yeah, you go ahead. Okay. Um. So one quote that I've taken into account going through this interview process is. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Oh, it's in the bathroom. I have no idea what that. who said it. It's in the bathroom. I won't go look right now. You but should go in there. Take the mic with you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> let, me go see. let me go see. I don't know who, but quote by somebody. Um, so, yeah, I've taken that into interviews, uh, knowing that, you know, you're so nervous going into that, and especially if you're stepping into a new gym or doing something new, like, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. And that's why you stepped in there in the first place, because you wanted to change something. Correct. You're not going to, you're literally not going to change it. What is it? The definition of insanity is doing the doing same thing. Doing the same thing over, over and, over. and over again, expecting yeah. different like, results. I, I actually <clears throat> kind of broke my heart. I had a, um, an online client that started with me and then stopped right away. Um, and I've actually known her for a while. She's had a pattern of failing mm. over and over again. She's that your person that would probably benefit from this podcast a lot is that she would, um, many a time she had started something and mm-hmm. failed. And then, and I got this through her like assessment process. Right. Um, I think that people expect something to be easy when, in fact, <clears throat> real change is going to challenge you and you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. Oh, yeah. Yes, you're going to have to wake up earlier to do your workouts. You're going to have to spend a couple hours on Sunday yeah. making your food. You're going to have to get some thought into when you're building meals. Right. Um, so I think that's huge is that uh, you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to change something. Um, change how you do business or you will fail doing the same things that you've done over and over again. So I think your quote's great. Um, and I know I didn't think about this, but uh, my favorite quote is, how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm. Right? Like so, it, like, literally think about how people live there. Like, if you go and you look in a person's car and there's, like, Taco Bell wrappers and their car's kind of cluttered and there's soda bottles in there and stuff like that, we could Did probably... Did you look at my truck? <laughs> <laughs> we could agree... That the rest of their life is probably pretty similar. Right. Meaning oh, they yeah. probably treat their body bad. They probably don't exercise. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's like how a person, you know, coaches is probably the same way they're going to treat their family and treat their, you know, their significant other or their girlfriend, boyfriend, children, whatever it is. Definitely. I just think that how you do one single thing is directly proportionate to how you do everything else in your life. And I actually got that from... Uh, a uh, guy that I actually listen to his podcast. His name is Bedros Koulian. And uh, I actually get to see him talk um, with my business coach um, in November. I'm actually taking Phil and Noah. Nice. Noah's about to go to like a self-development. Noah's just going to be the He said he over. wanted to go. He wants to take over. We listen to podcasts all the time. And he's like, he's like Dad, he's like, I want to go see them talk. And For the I, record, I beat yeah. Noah on fantasy football. I did see that. Yeah. He actually watched all day. Um, anywho, that's all we got for you guys. I appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, do me a favor. If you, uh, enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to give us a five-star review, right? Not four, not three, not two, but five-star review. Um, and then if you would like for us to answer any questions that you have, uh, you know, give us a review, let us know something, or you can, uh, message me either on Instagram at the CF seven C coach or Sergeant Jen, I think yeah. is my Sergeant Jen. Yeah. Uh, Or you can email me at Cody at CrossFit7Cities.com. And, uh, you know, we're trying to compile together some questions. So maybe we can just do a a pure Q&A one day. But um, I appreciate you listening and uh, take care.
Bye. My ass is falling asleep. You. Dan deleted the whole thing. We just nailed that podcast, so I don't want to. I don't want to touch it. That was a good really one. good. That was a really good one. Good job, Cody. That was good job for you. I think we fed well together. What'd you hear? What'd you hear? Anything new? What's good? What's going uh, on? Update me. Interview with Sherlock today. Huh?